From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, February 20th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. This week, the East Palestine train derailment cleanup enters a new phase as the town continues to draw more and more attention. ONN's Angela Ann has more. Environmental health scientists and epidemiologists will be there to conduct chemical exposure assessments among people living near that derailment more than two weeks ago. Registrations for tomorrow's health clinic open today. President Biden's administration says the EPA will hold another town hall on Thursday. And we are learning former President Donald Trump is reportedly going to visit the site Wednesday, possibly turning this derailment into a campaign issue. I'm Angela Ann. Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw visited East Palestine over the weekend and had a message for the families who live there. This has been devastating to this community, and I want to make sure you understand I am terribly sorry that this happened to the community. Norfolk Southern is fully committed to doing what's right. Meanwhile, U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg sent a letter yesterday to Shaw warning that his company must, quote, demonstrate unequivocal support for the people of East Palestine and surrounding areas. More now from ONN's Dave James. In the letter, Buttigieg told Alan Shaw that Norfolk Southern must live up to its commitment to make residents whole and live up to its obligation to do whatever it takes to stop putting communities such as East Palestine at risk. Still, there is uncertainty about the consequences of the February 3rd derailment. Dave James, I went in news. A man was killed in his home in the Akron suburb of Green at about 3 a.m. on Sunday. ONN's Lena Lai explains what happened. The Summit County Sheriff's deputies say a 32-year-old woman lost control of her car on Mayfair Road, then crossed over the roadway and crashed into a house on Barth Drive. A 69-year-old man who was sleeping inside the home was struck and killed. The driver was taken to the hospital and charges against her are pending. Deputies say speed, alcohol, and drug use are suspected in the crash. I'm Lena Lai. Students on the campus of Ohio State University in Columbus held a vigil last night to remember the three students killed and five injured a week ago at Michigan State University. ONN's Ashley Bornanson reports. Representatives from Students Demand Action tell me in just a few weeks they will be meeting with legislators at the Ohio State House to discuss how we can reform gun laws here in our state. They tell me they want MSU students to know that they stand by them and will continue to fight to end gun violence. This could happen at our campus. This could happen to, you know, to someone I'm close with. I just want to be there to help others because I know what they're going through. Reporting from the Ohio State University, I'm Ashley Bornanson. MSU students returned to campus today for the first time since the shootings. The FBI says sextortion, often a situation in which an adult posing as a teen coerces a teenager into sending explicit images, has become a global crisis. One case turned deadly in central Ohio when 15-year-old Braden Marcus took his own life in October of 2021. Delaware County Sheriff Russ Martin. Listen, people make mistakes. Young people make mistakes. We make mistakes on the Internet. Anything can be overcome. Anything can be worked through. Braden's mother says her son killed himself within a half hour of learning that the photo he sent did not go to a teenage girl he thought he was chatting with, but to someone who then wanted $1,800 to not publish it. A warming center for the homeless is closing its doors for good in Columbus today due to safety concerns after two shelter guests were stabbed earlier this month. Both are expected to be okay. The Coalition for the Homeless says they're actively looking for a new shelter in the same neighborhood. 
A corruption trial temporarily halted because one of the defendants fell ill is expected to resume in Cincinnati this week. ONN's Eric Brown reports. The racketeering trial of former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder and lobbyist Matt Borges was canceled again Friday due to illness. The delay came after new details were revealed about the $60 million bribery scheme alleged by federal prosecutors. A lobbyist who pleaded guilty to his role testified about meetings where First Energy Solutions delivered checks written to a householder-controlled dark money group in exchange for nuclear bailout legislation. Jurors also heard secretly taped recordings of discussions of householders' use of the nonprofit to accept donations. Testimony resumes Tuesday. Eric Brown, ONN News. The Ohio State women's hockey team are now season champs for the Western Collegiate Hockey Association. It's the first time ever in program history. They'll now move into postseason tournament play this weekend. And the men's hockey team is coming back from a historic game as well. They beat Michigan 4-2 to in the face-off on the lake Saturday, the first game ever to be played at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. And an Ohioan who died at the age of 31 continues to make an impact far and wide. ONN's Lindsay Mills explains. One year after the death of a Zanesville woman who took the music world by storm, we're hearing her voice once more. It's all right to be lost sometimes. Jane Marcheski, also known as Nightbird, inspired millions singing on America's Got Talent while battling cancer. Her family is honoring her with a new project, a compilation of her songs. Proceeds from the sales of the album will go to the Nightbird Foundation, helping young women with breast cancer. I'm Lindsay Mills. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 